Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of The Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. So today we're going to be talking about five ways to find a freelance client. So I'm going to obviously be talking about each of these at length on other episodes, but I just wanted to share like just five ways to find clients. I don't, I can't believe I hadn't talked about this before, but I think this is just a really great overview episode of just like different ways to find your clients. So I'm going to talk about five of the most common ways I feel like in and then just give them a little bit more credence for you guys. And then obviously, like I said, these are going to get covered at some point in the future, like more in depth. Uh, this is not the last you'll hear about this kind of stuff because obviously how to find clients, that's a big part of the episodes of the show. But yeah, I will definitely reach out and share more tips and give you guys more information about this. This is just like a brief overview episode. And I hope that it's really helpful for you as you're starting your process of thinking, how do I find these clients, Amanda? So what of the first things and I think one of the things that people often do first is job boards and job sites like Upwork and I hold I did another episode on Upwork a little earlier so that's definitely an option for you like I think it was six or something like that um so I definitely would go back and listen to that episode if you're new here and you haven't heard that episode yet I really love Upwork it's one of the ones I started on I think it has obviously changed a little bit now you have to pay for bids or whatever maybe that's changed because I'm, I'm recording this like a lot in advance you guys right now in May you have to pay for them I know this is crazy that this is coming out in July and I'm recording this in May but you guys I I needed to be on top of this but yes so with job sites I really think that they're cool they can be helpful the only thing about job sites though is that you're probably going to have to pay a lot in fees I know with Upwork the fees start at 20% so it does change with Upwork it goes down you can get down to like 5% of your fees uh, depending on you know working how long you work with the company which is great I think that's better than a lot of the job sites out there because I know a lot of the job sites they keep your fees like you keep fees like at high for like a really long time but like after $500 your fees on Upwork go down to $10 or 10% sorry so after $500 with one client your fees for that client go down to 10% which I think it's a pretty decent rate I mean 10% especially because you don't get you don't have to pay to cash out on Upwork and if you get the your money direct deposit you don't have to pay any fees with PayPal if you do PayPal you do have to pay like a fee but with direct deposit you don't have to pay anything and so after 10% like around I mean a PayPal is you know more expensive than that but I really think it's worth it with Upwork because of the payment protection and the stuff that they do to help make sure you get paid your worth because they get a fee so they want to make sure you get paid too but 10% is I mean pretty good considering you don't have to pay an extra fee on top of that to get your money but if you had to pay like an extra fee on top of that to like cash out then I'd be like whoa okay but yeah it's 5 to 20% depending on like how long you worked with the client makes sense some job boards though you don't have to pay anything like pro blogger because you're not actually working through the pro blogger job board you're actually just going on there to like people list their jobs so the clients pay a fee to be on pro blogger I'm pretty sure but you don't pay a fee and you just can apply to those jobs but 
I have never found a lot of success with pro blogger. Like I just never have, and I've applied to so many jobs, and I've gotten a lot of reject, a lot of flat out like silence or rejections. And so I don't know. I really need to refine my pro blogger skills, but and I think at this point it's just like there's not enough quite there's not quite enough jobs on pro blogger, and like the jobs that they do have, people like jump on, and like it probably overwhelms the people. And like I would I would try it out just because you never know you might find a client there but I've just never been able to do so another awesome opportunity is social media so there are a couple of ways that you can think about social media one is people finding you via social media and two is sometimes people post their opportunities on social media so there are a few different ways that you can go about that like you can do keyword searches you can like see if businesses follow you so like when businesses follow you on social media you might want to reach out and say hey do you need help with your content marketing i would love to help you out i would definitely have some social media for specifically your freelance business business even if you have like your personal accounts and things like that or maybe you have a blog like me I have multiple Twitters have multiple Instagrams I have the same Facebook because it's just pages and I really don't use Facebook that much I have the same LinkedIn for everything just because it's a personal thing you could have LinkedIn pages though that's something I really don't do a lot of LinkedIn pages I have one LinkedIn page I've never updated it it's for the happy Arkansan but it's there yay but yeah social media is great for reaching out to people I really like LinkedIn and Twitter I think Instagram can be great for branding but I would definitely focus your attention as a freelancer on LinkedIn and Twitter and I think a lot of people with LinkedIn they're like okay that's for nine to five people but it's really not you can have some really great leads on LinkedIn and you don't have to apply to jobs do not apply to jobs on LinkedIn that's not what you're looking for you're looking to reach out to people in your industry working and sharing their information on LinkedIn definitely don't re- don't apply to jobs because a lot of those are going to be physical jobs in like a nine to five environment but you don't have to have it from you you don't have to be reaching for a job that's posted. You can just ask if they have any content marketing positions open or any graphic design positions needs. Basically, you want needs, not necessarily positions open. Like if they have content marketing needs that they need to fulfill or graphic design needs that they need fulfilled or photography needs that they need fulfilled. That's the kind of stuff you want, not necessarily the jobs because you probably don't want a nine to five. You want to work for multiple clients. So another thing that kind of goes hand in hand with social media and how I use it is cold pitching so I might find someone on social media and then reach out to them via email I love cold pitching I've done a lot more cold pitching I think I've gotten quite a few clients with cold pitching at this point a few clients with cold pitching and one of my longest running clients who in November it'll be a whole year which November is far off but like yeah I've been working with them for quite a while now for a few months like all of 2019 I've basically been working with them on content marketing and I really love them um you've probably heard me talk about them a lot but I found them through cold pitching so I really love cold pitching I think it's just a great opportunity to potentially make money so obviously though with cold pitching it's hard because you're not really going after a job opening that someone's listed so on social media you might they might even list that they're looking for a content marketer a list that they're looking for a graphic designer but with cold pitching you don't really know what they're looking for at all like it can be like serendipitous almost like I remember when I pitched Workbrite, which is the client that I often talk about like one of the things like oh this is almost serendipitous because we were thinking about getting our blog started up again and that's kind of why I pitched them like oh your blog hasn't been updated in a while and I'd love to help you out and it was almost serendipitous on their side because they were actually trying to get their blog back up running and since then I posted you know content for them like basically every week 
starting in like February-ish of this year. So it's been really cool, the partnership that we've been able to build just based on me cold pitching. And I just love to reach out to people if possible and start making those connections. It's really hard for me to keep connections. I really need to get better at like keeping my connections warm after I make them. But that's something that comes with time. So another opportunity, which I've never really been able to quite handle or quite nail down yet, is referrals. So after you start making those clients, they might have friends of friends or, you know, colleagues that need content marketing services too, and they might recommend you. So that's really an option that can happen down the line when you start getting some really good base clients in, they might start recommending you. Another thing though, is that, you know, depending on the on how big your company is, the companies that you're working with, they might have like different content marketing managers so i was actually listening to this podcast this podcast is from like march so i was listening to it the other day and the other day for me it's like in may um but for you it's like months ago but it's from this podcast called the high income business writer podcast and i love that podcast it's one of my favorites and they were talking about how they were referred within the company so they were going deeper with these certain companies and so instead of just working with one content marketing manager in the company they worked with multiple so they have like multiple sides to their business so they had some b2b stuff but they also had some b2c so business to business and business to consumer stuff in their business so they're like hey can i work on the business to consumer side and the person's like oh this is managed by this editor so they got in contact with that editor through making that connection so it doesn't have to necessarily be referrals um outside of the company maybe they just have other writers or other people who work on content or marketing and they can refer you to other people in the company so yeah it's referrals all kinds of ways referrals to friends referrals to colleagues referrals within the company there are so many options so just reach out and maybe you can get that referral another thing last thing i really want to talk about is seo and websites so your website is so important for attracting clients so when people like view your blog posts or they view your portfolio they view like what you're doing if you're really well with seo and stuff like that and so you say like i'm very clear with who i I am as soon as you get to my website you know exactly what I do and I also have it in like my SEO like title like the title of my website I'm very clear I've SEO'd it so I'm an HR tech writer and so people know that right off the bat I am very clear about that on all aspects of my website my entire portfolio on my website is dedicated to HR tech people I've worked with and HR pieces I've written so I'm very clear about that and I think that's a really big part of it SEO is really great website is really great and it can help you like gain more clients that way so people coming to your website through google come through your website through when you post on social media about your blog posts then viewing your website and being like oh this is the kind of person i want to work with and then hiring you from there so if you're interested in you know the long game i definitely would say start your website start a website it doesn't have to be insane like you can do it on wordpress you can do it on squarespace that's where i currently have mine i started with wordpress and then it's like squarespace a little better for my website because it was just so much easier to keep up with than a wordpress side but I do use WordPress on the Happy Hour Kansan because that's con- something I check like consistently with my website I really check it like once or twice a week I'm not very like on it all the time so for my website for my freelance business I put that on Squarespace because it's so much easier to keep up with but with WordPress I do use it on the Happy Hour Kansan because I check it every single day and I'm much more involved with the website back end of the Happy Hour Kansan so for me like I, I wouldn't want to like be gone from WordPress 
ask for a month on my, you know, portfolio on my website and be like, oh, I missed like a, t- a trillion updates and now my website is compromised. So I like Squarespace because I don't have to like check it frequently. It updates itself, you know, if there are any updates on the Squarespace platform, they do it themselves and it's just so much easier that way. So there's so many options for like where to put your website. I would definitely say get your own domain. I love Namecheap for domains. That's where I get all of my domains. Like every single one I've ever gotten has pretty much been from Namecheap. I've gotten a few from other places, but I've just gone back to Namecheap over and over and over again. Like they always have sales. You can always get your first year for like $10 or less because they always have some kind of coupon on their website. I just really love their service and what they have going on over there. I've never had a complaint with Namecheap and yeah. They also offer free Whois protection, which I think is one of the biggest awesome things that they do over at Namecheap because I don't like to have all my information out there. So Whois domain protection is really just there to like, they use their Namecheap information like on the registrar for like your domain. So you're not like having all your information out there because people scrub that data all the time and like send you like bulk emails like, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? If you don't have that Whois protection on, it can be like a spam fest as soon as you get your domain up or get a domain because people are like hey you want our seo services you want our graphic design services you want our website manager services there's people who literally built their business reaching out to people really cold like super cold like there's cold pitching and then there's whatever they do is like mass emailing people about their domains and the fact oh i got your name off of the registrar and you can get a domain with us like or you can get a website built with us and it's just crazy so that's that's like worse than cold pitching you guys it's using like these mass databases like that so i would definitely use namecheap because of that um free who is protection and it doesn't cost you a thing it used to cost but now they change it to where it's free for everybody and i love them for it because who is i can't live without who is because i have so many domains and i don't want anybody to know that i'm attached to any of them because i don't got time for that i don't need all of that email in my junk folder telling me hey use our services i'm like no i already know what i want i already got what i need i don't need your services but that's a whole nother rant so that's how i really like namecheap because of like their customer service and the tools that they have to help you protect yourself online. But yes, that is my little rant about five places to find freelance clients. And I hope that was helpful for you guys if you are wanting to start your freelance business. And you can use those same things, these same tactics for any niche that you have, whether you're a freelance writer or you're a freelance graphic designer, or freelance photographer, whatever, you can use these same places. So I hope that this guys, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out thehappyartcanton.com slash ambitiousfreelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.